Dads, do you want a thriving business that doesn't control you? A passionate marriage and kids that adore you? Do you want to grow deeper in your faith? Be healthier, both physically and mentally? Build more meaningful relationships with your friends? Welcome to the Balanced Business Dad Podcast, where in each episode, we dive into balancing and optimizing the six pillars of life, faith, health, marriage, fatherhood, brotherhood, and business. And here are your hosts, pioneers of the Balanced Business Dad movement, Dustin Hogue and RJ Campbell. All right, guys, welcome to another episode of the Balanced Business Dad. I'm your host, Coach Dustin. With me, as always, my distinguished and seasoned, is what I like to say now, co-host RJ Campbell. Uh, guys, we have a really special episode that our guest here has I'm just going to say change my life. But first, one of the reasons we have him on this episode and right now is because Dr. Eddie Weller is one of the speakers at our September event, September 12th. And you can get your tickets now at dadupevent.com. Dr. Eddie Weller is a upper cervical chiropractor here in the St. Louis area, but so much more than that. Uh Dr. Eddie was my wellness coach when I did the journey to the fight and, you know, I lost 80 pounds and he was there to make sure that my quote head was on straight, but also yeah. with blood work and so much more than what we oh. did with during that. Um, so I'm super excited. I'm just going to kind of let Dr. Eddie take it over and just so doc, thank you so much for joining us today. We're going to go into it and let's just hear who you are besides being an upper cervical chiropractor. I know you're a husband. I know you're a father and a whole bunch going on. So we'll let you take it from here. I appreciate you. Thanks for having me, guys. You know, it's I think it's unfortunate that we get up in the morning and put our feet on the floor and forget that we can do that. I know I have patients that can't. They're stuck in a chair and they need to be assisted. We get to brush our teeth. I know somebody yesterday that took a washcloth and put toothpaste on the washcloth and tried to brush their teeth. So we forget the things that we just take for granted. And I think as business dads, we need to keep business as the secondary. And really, why are we doing what, what we're doing according to our vision and our why? Uh, to me, it's a legacy. It's a legacy move. You know, how do you want to, you know, what's that thing in your community or your home or your church or your workplace that you want to leave a legacy in? And I think most of us, especially in our first world country, that we gauge our success by green paper, money yeah. on the wall. Right. And so that's how we we gauge that. And it's unfortunate because I think the true success is how we can serve one another with the gifts God's given us. And that's what I choose to focus on. Right. And when we talk about health, what is that? Because your definition of success is different than mine. Your definition of health will be different than mine. But we all share the same common premise, which means something's beating your heart. And you can see me and you can hear me. You're digesting food and there's new liver every six weeks, new blood every four months. Something is making that happen. That is your body without you thinking about it. So if you really think about it, we have two brains, one we think with and the other one that keeps us alive. And so those two must mesh, which means your body doesn't care what, what you think. It's just reacting to what you think. And so what are you thinking, guys? What are your thoughts in the morning? What are your thoughts throughout the day? Are you thinking about the family worker? I can't wait till Friday. This thing sucks. What are you doing right now? Because you don't have to do anything. You get to do it. So what are you getting to do today? And I think this is why when we truly create balance, is there such thing as balance? No, I think we're juggling. And your logo is perfect. It's always in a state of flux, just like our body, just like our finances, just like our relationship with God or all relationships that we have. And because really, it's your wallet is similar to your health. Either you're growing money 
or you're losing money. Either you're growing in as being healthier or you're getting sicker. Mm-hmm. Right? And so it's those kind of things that I think we as men need to reflect upon, but really why we do what we do. And when we focus on that, and I know your why, and you know my why, why wouldn't we sharpen each other? Why wouldn't we push each other to be better beings? That's that's the goal. And that, that's why it's so cool. Thank you for having me on this thing. Wow. Well, if I could disconnect my mic, I would go ahead and drop it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that, was, that was perfect. Wow. So good. There's something yeah. I just want to point. Total digression here. When you said we get to, not that we want to or have to. So mm-hmm. a couple of weeks ago, five weeks ago now, my daughter got married. And I mentioned this when I had was able to give my father of the bride speech. And I said, she has said for years, you know, pops, when I get married, you have to do a father of the bride speech. And I told wow. everybody, no, I get to do a father of the bride speech. Yeah. And that's a big difference because I was huge looking difference. forward to it because yes. you know, talking is cool. Yeah. So anyway, yeah. yes. I mean, it's so interesting but from during the pandemic and that whole thing that went down, uh, my kids and I, I bought 300 cases, literally cases, pallet of sidewalk chalk. We had a big driveway at the time, you know, it's a long blacktop driveway pitched. And so we started to do these murals. And that grew into these huge Christian murals, snowballing into meeting somebody in Pakistan. He and I have teamed up, started a not-for-profit, and literally purchased 19 children out of slavery in Pakistan, uh, built a school, church, and a home for them. And now we're up to 39 kids. And so when you do those things bigger than you, it's not about tooting the horn. It's about somebody on the other side of the globe has never physically met me, but only has met me through this lens. And they see how we can serve. And I think that's truly the reason why, you know, we create the money that we do. And mm-hmm. without it, money creates really two things, to be served or to be selfish. That's it. Mm-hmm. And so when you think on it, you know, as the dollar bills are written on the wall, it's always a reminder to me, in God we trust. Do you trust God for this? It's written on here. In God we trust. But on the other side of that bill, one side it says God, and the other side it says this legal tender is for all debts, public and private. It's made for debt. According to they, I don't come in agreement with that. They is the, you know, a political governmental world. But however, when we collect and make this money with the gifts God's given us, we can serve with that. And when we serve with it, gosh, you can make people rich just by serving them. man. And I, I think when we do get to do what we want to do, you know, I have a friend of mine that recently just lost his daughter. She was in a car accident. And so I don't get to do that thing that you just did with your daughter. Right. And so I am with my children all of the time. My son's on the junior PGA. My daughter dances. We laugh and play. We dance because we're leaving a legacy. And I, I as I always tell them, know what I'm doing tomorrow? They would tell you right away. Oh, what, Dad? Because they know. I'll tell you when I get there. I'm just enjoying right now. And I think if we are in present time consciousness, we're just serving right now, doing the best of who we are and what we have. Then we don't think about yesterday's pain and bringing it to tomorrow's pleasure. Because we just want to serve and take care of us. Every spring, I get allergies. Every winter is cold and flu season. My mom has cancer. My dad has diabetes. Shut up. This little thing, as it's spinning, your body doesn't care what what you think. It's just reacting to what you think. I can prove it to you. Ready, boys? Wiggle your toes. Wiggle your toes. You wiggling toes? I am. Cool. Awesome. How did you do that? Right? And I ask this at seminars. How did you do that? Because I asked you to do something, that interpreted into thought, that thought then became a thing at 268 miles an hour. That's how fast that electricity went to the muscles and went, moogle your toes. You didn't think about that. 
You thought about what I was talking about and your body reacted to that thought. You don't think about all the muscle structure. If you're playing baseball or golf or any sport or activity, and here comes that ball or whatever you're doing, you don't think, all right, contract that muscle, lean forward, bend, good, arch, angle. No, you just think, I want to hit that ball out of the park. I want to hit that ball down the fairway. And the body comes in agreement with that. Not all the time. That's why they call this, <laughs> yeah. right? They call yeah, this thing called practice. And you, yeah, you get practice. You didn't see me play golf last week. Yeah, right? Right. <laughs> but again, your mind is already telling you, if you're a golfer, you play any sport, you play it better than anybody in the world. Because I know how to play the darn game. This doesn't come in agreement with it. And so this is why I think when people talk about what's healthy, is it exercising? Is it uh, nutritional stuff? Is it detoxing? Is it getting in super tight shape, no fat? Is it, is it, is it, it's D all the above. It's really a balanced lifestyle. You know, I, I don't eat a lot of food. I do a lot of intermittent fasting. But when I do eat, I eat things that are constructive to, for me. They're not empty calories. Oh, man, I shouldn't eat this, but it tastes so good. You just told your body you shouldn't eat it. When I cheat, I go all in. I don't cheat with sweets. I cheat with Chicago deep dish pizza. I get a large <laughs> supreme deep dish pizza by myself, six fat freaking slices, and I down <laughs> it all at one sitting. That's how I roll. I put on about three pounds in that sitting and then my colon backed up for two days. But besides that, I, you know, feeling pretty darn good because I feel no guilt because I never do that. And I think people change their lifestyle and tweak. I need my coffee anymore. I need my Coke in the afternoon. Oh, my, I'm tired. I need a red, I need my medicine. I need, you don't need anything. And I always tell everybody, you want to know the best detox in the world? I have it. I have the best detox in the world for every human being. Ready? Don't tox. <laughs> because the default for the body is health god made it that way we should die of old age not of a condition so the less stress we give it you know i look at people and food the same way no i don't eat people but the people in food the same way is whatever i'm eating is it building me up because that's where i make my skin my bones my organs from or is it tearing me down same with you if i hang out with you are you adding to my life or are you taking away from my life food and people are the same they must be fuel and so when you do that and you're fueling your life, you become a dad, like a rock star dad that you can serve with because anybody can make a child. How do you become a dad? Mm. And so I, I think that's where that shift is at. And if I can, I don't know how much more time I have, but I've, I've got a story I would love to share that happened recently with me. Please. Yes. That's with my son. And I think they are looking at us. To me, the best mission trip you can ever go on is the one in the backseat because mm. they're listening to you. They're watching you. Right. And so we think on those things. So my son is on a junior PGA and can play golf so much so that I don't enjoy playing with him any longer. He's 11 and he beats me by 10 to 15 strokes. And so he, he can play. Um, and, and so can all his other buddies that he's in this niche and play. So we go to this tournament not too long ago. Go to this tournament and tournament. My son uh, is waiting because his other he's an 11 or 13 year old. He's 11. So this 13 year old hits, pokes the ball down the center of the fairway. So my son, Liam, gets on up. Whack. Hits this ball and boom, flies this kid's ball by about 40, 50 yards. And this dad loses his ever-loving mind on the golf course. What the, I mean, F-bombing, echoing to his 13-year-old. I mean, Devon, I spend this much money, this much on coaches. I buy you the best equipment and you let him beat you? I mean, devours his freaking kid, guys. I'm warm. And my son looks at me. He's like, you don't ever swear. I said, have you ever heard me swear? He's like, no. Have you ever heard me raise my voice to your mother? Never. Yeah, no, I don't do that, dude. And so 
I need to have a moment with this guy. So this guy is storming, walks down the fairway. And he's big dude, 6'3", stacked. And I'm like, all right, I, I mean, I'm a little warm right now, but I need to, I'm like, God, give it to me. Give me the words right now, because I'm telling you, Chicago Eddie wants to come out. And so it's uh, so I'm like, breathe, breathe right now. And so anyway, so I go up to this kid, rep, he's shorter kid. He's about the same height as my son, a little shorter as a 13-year-old. And I wrap my arm around the side of him. We're both facing his dad walking away from us on the fairway. He's about 100 yards away from us. And I said, hey, man, your dad's not mad at you, dude. He's not upset. He's frustrated his own life right now. And he's just having a little moment with himself. And he just so happened to yell at you. So I promise you, your dad loves you. And we're gonna, I'm going to have a moment with your dad real quick. But I need you to beat my son today. Could you do that for me? And it kind of broke his state. You know what I mean? And so it was beautiful. I walked to this dad. And I'm walking quickly. I don't want to run. Because if I run, I'm going to leap on this dude. So I'm walking quickly. <laughs> and I walk up to him. And I'm standing next to him. And he looks over at me. I go, walk. He's like, excuse me, walk. And I'm warm. And we're walking like this, this way. And I said, know what your life would look like if I heard you tell my son what you said to your son? Dude, I would end you. I would freaking end you. And so this is what's going to happen. You're going to stop right now. You're going to turn and look at me. And then you're going to look at your son as he's walking towards us. And you're going to walk to your son. You're going to get on your knees and you're going to apologize and have a moment with your son and be a freaking dad. Right now, you're being a dick. You need to be a dad. I said, so you're going to go right now or one, I'm going to turn you in because you don't do that to, on the course. Number two, we're going to have a moment. He's like, you threatening me? I says, no, dude, uh, I'm just threatening you to be a really good freaking dad. I'm walking that way. You go to see your kid. We part. I go, I'm walking, I turn maybe about, I don't know, 50 paces, and I turn and look, and straight up, guys, he is on his freaking knees, man. And he's he's wrapping his arms around his kiddo, and he's on the fairway having a moment with his kid. It was literally brought tears to my eyes. It was beautiful, man. And so, and so iron sharpens iron, you know what I'm saying? So I'm like, I gotta freaking nail the coffin. I tend to kick the horse when it's down a little bit. <laughs> and so now we finish the hole. My son wins the hole. He has honors. We go to the next hole. Oh, God. We go to the next hole. Liam's up. It's par three. You can't coach. You get kicked off the tournament and he gets disqualified. You can cheerlead. You can't coach. And so um, Liam's up on the tee box, par three. Everybody's standing there. There's about 12 family members and the other boy. And there's two other boys waiting to hit. They're playing a the threesome. And so Liam, I go, Liam, you like your club? And I'm looking over at the hole, and he turns and looks at me. He's on the tee box, quiet. And everybody's like, what are you talking to your kid for? He's like, yeah, I like my club. I'm like, all right. He turns and addresses his ball. He's getting ready to hit. Liam. He's like, what, Dad? And now everybody's like, what are you doing right now? You're pushing the envelope here of this coaching thing? I said, how far is the beach, the bunker next to the hole? He's like, 134 yards. Okay. I said, how far is the water, the front of the water on the right? He's like, 143, 144, somewhere in there. Okay. How long? How far is the stick? He's like, 152. I said, do you like your club? He's like, yeah, dad, I like my club. Okay. And so he goes to hit his ball. And now he's standing back. I go, Liam. He's like, what, dad? Now everybody's like, what are you doing? Right? I said, Liam, I need you to hear this for me. Gosh, dude. Every time I tell this story. If you hit it in the sand. Or if you hit it in the water. If you hit a hole in one, I love you the same, man. I love you the same. 
and I walked away. Dude, I was freaking wrecked. Gosh, that was like months ago, still there. So, and it, he puts it on the green, birdies the hole. It didn't matter. It was a nail in the coffin to that dad. No matter what your son does, you still get to love him. And I think that's what we need to be doing as dads. Mm. We get to love them. Yes. Yeah. You don't have to. You get to. So I'm a little speechless because this episode took a turn that I did not expect it yeah. to, but I've known Dr. Eddie a little bit longer for that. So okay. Okay. Uh, what I heard there, first of all, oh. was an absolutely amazing story, but you had that other dad dad up. And that's what we talk about. That's why we have the council. That's why we have the brotherhood. It's because yeah. we are going to call you out when you're having a bad day. It's time to dad okay. up. You called yeah. it being a dad versus being a dick, which I love. <laughs> We're probably yeah. going to write that down. Um, <laughs> I did. But it's it's all yeah. about dad and up. So that's an amazing story. And that shows the perspective of everything we have. And like you said, we're not in balance where we, it's being present in the pillars that we need to be present in. Yeah. Um, but real quick, just because I've heard the story and I want everybody else to hear the story. And then, you know, we'll kind of leave it that because you guys get to hear so much more September 12th. Yeah. The moment, I don't want to say the moment that you found God, but you have a story about when you were in medical school at a cadaver. Uh-huh. Yeah, during chiropractic school. I'm 23 years old. Uh, I got my hands in a cadaver. It's my fourth or fifth cadaver. It's the wildest thing when you start cutting skin off the body and the muscles and the bones. It's the wildest thing. Yeah. And so I'm holding. And when you take everything away, the only thing that's left is the nervous system. And so as I'm looking at the nerve, I happen to hold the sciatic nerve. It's big as your pinky. And I'm holding this nerve and I'm like, all right, I used to build homes. I get plumbing, I get foundation, I get electrical, I get it. And so I I get construction, I get this. And I'm like, I'm holding this nerve and I'm tracing it. And I call my instructor over, Mr. Ellis. And this guy would have dated Siri. This dude is brilliant, right? (laughs) And so anyway, so I'm holding this nerve and I said, Mr. Ellis, I have a question for you. At one time, per the test that we can do when we're alive, this nerve was firing at 268 miles an hour. Help me out. That's electrical. Where's the generator? He's like, what? I said, no, yeah, where's the generator? In order to have a source, there's there's an effect. Well, I'm holding the effect. Where's the source? Where's the generator? He's like, Eddie, I've been doing this 26 years, man. And nobody's ever asked me where the heck the generator's at. I said, (laughs) help me out here. I'm the student. You're the doc. I need help. He's like, that's just life. And the first time this word ever left my mouth. And I go, that's God. And he smiled and he walked away. Till that point in my life, I've never said the word God, ever. Never been to church in my entire life, never prayed, nothing, zero, ever, until my hands were in a dead body. And so at that moment on, when you think you know everything, when you don't have God in your life, I knew nothing. And then I went down the rabbit hole of learning. And from there, snowballed into my relationship of what it really means to understand our God. And it started with this beautiful thing called our temple. I love that. Love it. Isn't that great? And I got I get a lot of that. So I love it. And I cannot wait to share more. Doc, yeah. what a beautiful episode. Guys, again, September 12th, you're going to hear so much more about why health is so important in our business, but in so important in all the pillars, right? We we put in order faith, obviously, our God. And then yep. second, health above everything else. And a lot of people have questioned that. Well, above your family, yes, above my family. Because if I'm not as healthy as I can be, you're a burden. They don't have me. You're a burden. Right. 
And so it's beautiful, guys. I am super, super excited for you to come check out and meet the wonderful Dr. Eddie. He, I know he's changed my life. I know he's changed a lot of other people's lives. Go right now, get the ticket, dadupevent.com. There's going to be a lot more speakers there. It's going to be a great event. Doc, thank you so much. Um, It's always good to hear your stories. And it's just, it's amazing. And uh, I'll see you Monday morning for my appointment. (laughs) Yes, sir. Yes, sir. (laughs) I'm scheduling it now. So, (laughs) all right. Awesome. Awesome. Thanks, Doc, so much. We will talk to you. God bless you guys. Thank you. All right. Thank you. Thank you.